You're listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G. I am your host, Mike Finkelstein. Joined with me, as always, is... Josh Schaefer, there Esquire. <laughs> really, are you an Esquire? Do you have your law degree? I mean, I have a degree. <laughs> so, we're going to talk today about Star Wars, since we recently talked about Star Trek feels only fair. After this, we can go talk about Battlestar Galactica if you want. I mean, I'm down for all three. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, before we can talk about it, I'm going to have to refresh myself on Battlestar Galactica because it's been quite a while since I watched yeah. it. I, I have the, the key talking point that no one will argue with, that the last half of fourth season sucked. Yeah. And that's as no. far as I can go. Yeah. But... <laughs> but that's not what we're talking about right now. We're talking about the show that basically inspired, or a movie that inspired Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> Prove me wrong. Seven Samurai. Yes. No, we're talking about Star Wars. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah, same thing. Same thing. Basically. I mean, that's where George Lucas drew one of his influences from. Oh, so oh, was it Kagamusha? It's it's a bunch of them. It's all yeah. those inspired yeah, by ones. And I'm honestly, I was doing research for um, doing eventually the Magnificent Seven. Yeah, and which seven, is great. Which, yes, and Seven is, uh, Seven Samurai, not Seven. Seven Samurai is listed as one of the influences of Star Wars as well. Because it's also okay. like, what, Battle for the Stars is mm-hmm. another sci-fi yeah. that was inspired by it too, which I haven't seen, but apparently I'm going to have to at some point. Yay. Good luck. I know, right? Yay. And then, do you still have um, Seven Samurai, or Samurai Seven, the seven, anime? Seven. Oh, no. You don't have that? Mm-mm. I thought you did. I did, but it was art. I didn't like it. Oh, well, that's fair. So I was going to borrow it from you, but I guess I saved myself from having to watch yeah. anime. Yay! Anyway, hard-hitting question, the most important question about Star Wars, mm-hmm. lightsaber color. Purple? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, as much as I love blue, I think I'd pick yellow myself. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, I don't know, just something really badass about a purple lightsaber. I agree. And that's kind of what I like about the yellow ones. I, I don't know if they're officially official continuity, because they only showed up in the... Knights of the Old Republic ones. Did they? That's yeah, where I saw right. them from first. Yeah. I don't remember if they so were I don't, in the prequels. I don't. Well, then I, I, mean, I don't know like if Shadow Sabers are official continuity, but I know a lot of people have those too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. So, but <laughs> all joking aside, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So, like we did with Star Trek, where do you stand on the Star Wars series? What do you like? What do you hate? Where do you feel on this on the matter? Um, everything that wasn't made by George Lucas directly is good. Yeah, because he didn't direct... Did he, which of the movies did he direct besides the prequels? Did he direct any of the original ones? I know I know he was like co-writer on some of them, but Louis Louis Kasdan, <laughs> Kasdan, whatever his name was. <laughs> Lawrence. 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 Yeah. I, I suck at names. Lawrence I Kasdan. <laughs> I didn't even know who you were trying to say, and then you said it. I was like, oh. Oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> the guy who wrote uh, recently on Solo that most people hated also. But... I didn't mind Solo. Solo was okay. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't watch it again, but I would. I don't know. I... So... So let's let's go through it then originally. Star Wars. The original, mm-hmm. original Star Wars. Before there were episodes and like altered scrolls or anything. Because George <laughs> Lucas basically started screwing around with the movies ever yep. since he made the second movie. Yeah. That's I mean, like, I want to put these back in theaters. Let's make these episodes now instead of just the Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, he directed the first one. Did New he? Hope. Yep. Okay. So, and I will be honest with you. It's not a bad movie. No. It certainly has some good moments, but it's not as strong as Empire. Empire is the best, and I will fight anyone. I certainly don't lives. disagree with you. I, I'm. I'm also a pacifist. So it'll be a really boring fight to watch. <laughs> it's just a, a little bit of slapping, and then you'll run away scared Yee! or something. <laughs> Not scared, just defeated. <laughs> you'll roll over on your back like a dog. <laughs> That's how you fight bears. <laughs> sure, it is. Okay, so, so the original Star Wars, mm-hmm. as interesting as it is, I honestly think the biggest issue with it is Luke. Yeah. Yeah, he's I, I, not interesting. 
He's, I don't think he was made to be interesting. I always viewed, He's supposed to be the hero. I, he's supposed to be the hero, but I always kind of viewed it as the Skywalker lineage is always just kind of like... It, it's not really the focal character. It's more like everything happens around them. Except they're but, entirely the basis for the first yeah, six movies. I mean, maybe the next few, but... <laughs> I mean... And then I'm sure they'll prove at some point that Rey is actually a Star- Skywalker and we I'm never sure. knew. And then all the movies are Skywalker movies. Yeah. yeah so... Sure. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, he's he's kind of flat at times, but he does have the hero's journey, which everyone has beaten into him. And, and he, yeah, he's, class, he's but... not interesting. And, I mean, that's a problem when your hero character, who the whole movie is supposed to be about, is not interesting at all. No, I always kind of viewed it as more... Han Solo was more of the hero in the hero's journey because he's, he was he has an arc. He has he has the best of the he arcs. He does. He goes from jerk in first movie all the way to self-sacrificing hero by the end of the second. Yeah. And then if they just left him dead, that would have been a fantastic arc all around. Yep. He's betrayed a little by return of the Jedi. Yeah. And then has a little bit. Has almost no purpose in um Force, Force Awakens. Except for killing his character. Yeah, except so he could die like he wanted to do back at the end of Empire. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Until they threw lots of cocaine money at him. <laughs> <laughs> so much cocaine money. It was the 80s. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, I can see what you're saying, though. Luke didn't really, I don't think he really found his ground until Return of the Jedi. Well, and he doesn't really have an arc. Oh, I want to go fight in the stars. Oh, look at me. I get to now fight in the stars. That's really his whole story. I know space magic. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it's basically him getting dragged along to the plot line that he always wanted to have from the beginning. It's not him fighting it. He's not a reluctant hero. Mm. Unless, of course, as I theorize, he wants to go join the academy is what he says. So he can go fight. But who runs the academy? It's not the rebels. No, it's the Empire. It's the Empire. Technically, he wants to be an Empire trooper, and they never actually mention that again. Nope. He kind of lucked into a lot of stuff. He does. He's he's forcibly made into a rebel simply because it's what happens. He saw a pretty girl that ended up being his sister, (laughs) and he wanted to help her out. Who hasn't been there? Eh, A (laughs) lot of people. I've met your sister. You haven't been there. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) But... Yeah, no, and, and I mean, Empire, everyone pretty much agrees, hands down, Empire is the best of all of them, because the characters have arcs, mm-hmm. except for Leia. Leia doesn't really do much in that movie. No, she was more, she she still had the kind of, I'm a badass female at parts, but then she also had the damsel in distress at parts, so yeah. it's kind of Yeah, like, and I, I wouldn't uneven. mind the damsel in distress part at the second half, if maybe she was the one to go out and save Luke and open up the Tauntaun in the first yeah. half. Like, if they could have just given her... Han scenes in the first part mm-hmm. and then just let her do whatever she does in the rest of the movie it probably she would have been a better character yeah i yeah. agree with that that's so and then return of the jedi i like return of the jedi the bears uh they were called ewoks and they were magnificent the tree bears and they had a song where they said yub yub <laughs> on repeat and oh my god so many yub yubs <laughs> and it was beautiful for what it was <laughs> <laughs> and they cut it out of the special edition. Diverse culture. Yeah, then, then they replaced it with some really assy song or something. I don't remember what the song was, but it wasn't the Yub Yub song. I've only watched the special editions once because I refused to watch them again because they sucked. They were, they, no. It was weird seeing like like early 2000s CGI mm-hmm. over 1970s backdrops. Yeah, yeah, right. I have I have the the DVDs with the non anamorphic yeah, editions right. of those yeah. three, and I refuse to get rid of them because those are the editions I want to watch. Yeah, they're they're fine. They're perfect the way they are. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but so. it was more of a 
Return is, I would That's say, fair. Return is perfectly serviceable. It's it's yeah. not not a great compliment. It's not a bad Star Wars movie. It's just, I mean, we have bad Star Wars movies. We do it's, now. Yeah, it's yeah. just not a good one. No, but certainly as a cap to what would have been a trilogy of movies that just ended, Return is perfectly fine. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely in my top ten list for Star Wars movies. <laughs> Which I think there are actually 11 of them. Or there are 10 right now. There's 11 if you count Rogue One. You count Rogue no, One. That, there's only 10. Because there's... And Solo. Six. Six of the first ones. And then there's two new ones and two side stories. Oh, yeah, you're right. So there's I was, 10. I was counting the one that doesn't exist yet. Yeah. The, once part 9 comes out and then J.J. Abrams is done with the franchise. Because he'll probably wander off to go make something else. Some new Battlestar Galactica having touched Oh, them. yeah, all three of them. Yeah, but having touched Star Trek and Star Wars, it's time for him to go do Battlestar next. And then yeah. what? Like the Explorers or something after <laughs> as that? As long as Simon Pegg's in them, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, where is my Simon Pegg in Star Wars? That's what he I want to know. Force Awakens. Was he? Yeah, you remember he was like the really fat monster. That's right, he did dude, voice yeah. that guy, didn't he? It doesn't he really feel like the same. It doesn't too. feel like the same. No, I mean yeah. you don't see his no. face. You don't. You don't get to have him like like smoke a cigarette and bitch about <laughs> not being at the Winchester. So yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> no, I mean it's fine. It's a good movie on its own. It's not great, but it's no. fine. And, it, and at least it's not like the Matrix Revolutions for no. Star Wars. Yeah, it doesn't flatten the franchise and make everything that came before it worse a joke <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. so then we go into the trill the prequel trilogy <sighs> i was <laughs> Which, hoping you weren't going to talk well, about i mean those, we can but... we can talk about the stuff that came in between do you have you seen the holiday special because yes, i haven't i have and when i worked at the uh, local comic book store they had bootleg copies that they were selling damn it i wish i had one of those yeah well, i don't want to watch it i just wish i had one i mean the comic book store doesn't exist so they can't get sued by disney i know so exactly yeah, so but, yeah but uh I watched them. Uh, I watched that on repeat for a good two years, I think. Uh, so I've seen seen it more times than probably anyone. Anyone, you're probably numb to it at this point. All the worst. No, it's, you don't get numb to that. <laughs> like it's a permanent sort of PTSD. Like I don't want to equate my my struggles with people who fight in wars, but I, I kind of understand. You can never see B. Arthur the same way again. Oh, I love B. Arthur. <laughs> yeah, but, but no, I can't. She has a solo, and it's real cringy and weird, and I don't like it. I've, I've heard enough about the holiday special to never want to watch it. And Chewbacca has a kid. Yeah, life day. Has, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he has human teeth, and he smiles a lot, and it's really <laughs> creepy. So let's actually go to stuff that counts in continuity at this All point, because right. Disney has gotten rid of pretty much everything. Except, except for the movies. For, except for the movies and yeah. the shows that they've produced. Yep. Yeah. And the Clone Wars. Clone Wars. Clone Wars show. They haven't gotten rid of that. Okay, so, if we're looking at the prequels then, the first one sucks. I don't think anyone's going to argue that Phantom Menace nope. is an awful, awful, awful movie. When I was in uh, middle school and that came out, mm -hmm. dating myself, which is <laughs> sad because I don't feel like I'm that old. But, um... <laughs> and I know how old you are now in comparison to I am because I was out of middle school at that point. <laughs> Yay. But I was a huge Star Wars fan mm -hmm. beforehand and um, I was so excited. I made my mom go and... We stood in line for an hour or so with yep. uh, her boyfriend at the time. Yeah, I remember afterwards, I was sitting there, and I that was the first time I remembered what a like disappointment felt like. Yeah, and let being just let down by something I loved. But I just remember sitting there thinking it was awful. And my mom's boyfriend at the time looked at me. He goes, "Man, that Jar Jar Binks was amazing. He made me laugh." He was a redneck, but <laughs> but yeah, it was a. Uh, Awful. It was awful. And, awful. And yeah, there's what Topher Grace has done a re-edit of the pre uh, prequel trilogy. Did he? Yeah, he did a re-edit of them, pairing the entire movies down to like what two and a half, three hours, all three of them, hmm. and it was single film. And 
yeah, I think he gets rid of everything from the first movie, makes it all a text scroll, except for the final battle between the three Jedi. Which was awesome. Which, I mean, it was good. How do you... Aside from Darth Maul going down like a bitch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How do you screw something up with Liam Neeson? I know. I mean, he was great in the movie, but yeah, the, the movie was... around him is awful. And you had, like, some weird casual racism against Jewish people. And I just... Which was awful in Asians and... I, I, you know, I've blocked just about everything out in my head. The entirety of the first prequel movie, The Phantom Menace, is blah, 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 midichlorians, which... uh, Yeah. Let's make this about science. We'll get this to... We'll get to that in a second. Uh, And then blah, 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 boring pod race. Mm. Blah, Mm. blah, 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 Jedi fight. Now, admittedly, I've only seen the movie once. I saw it in theaters and refused to ever watch it again. So, not missing anything. No. And that's honestly been the way with all three prequels. I just I have not watched them again since I saw them in theaters and at matinee prices once I realized how bad the first one was. <laughs> so I went to see them at midnight every time. <laughs> Why? I, PTSD? Was it, I don't was know. it Stockholm Syndrome? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I it was just one of those things that's like you can't they can't do it again. They can't yeah, they be did. as bad. Yeah, they did. They did it. They did. They did like, almost as bad. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I almost got kicked out of uh, episode three because when the scroll test text started, yeah. the first thing just said, war, exclamation point. And I just started laughing. <laughs> and then when the younglings get killed, my brother and I started laughing. And like <laughs> someone complained to the manager and an usher came up and told us if we weren't going to behave, we were going to get kicked out. Oh my God. So. Oh, that movie. But yeah, midichlorians. That's the part that I hate the most about the prequels because it takes this like religious energy of the universe and gives it an explanation that really makes no sense yeah i mean why add science to it it didn't need it and then i thought disney wasn't going to do that and then didn't they in like episode seven or eight mention midichlorians again i don't remember i seem to recall midichlorians coming up again at some point i was like why still technically continuity so well i know but can't we just pretend it doesn't exist and ignore it and move on with all our lives Science yeah. is wrong and religion is right. Yes, yes. <laughs> let's let's just pretend the science is bad for once. The only time I'm gonna ever say that. This is yeah. just that one time. Yeah. So and then yeah, the second one, Attack of the Clones. I I don't, don't remember really, any of it. I remember General Grievous, but I don't know if I remember General Grievous because was, of the cartoon. Yeah, and then there was something about an arena fight. Yeah, that was episode two as well. And there was the sound of music somewhere in the middle. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. She's running through the hay fields mm-hmm. and like the sound of music plays and then I blacked out, I think, for the yeah. rest of the movie. Yeah. Oh. It was a really awkward romance between her and little orphan Annie and yeah. 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 Just can't. Because no. it, it's bad too. It's it's just as bad as the first one. If not worse. Yeah. And then there's uh, Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which takes a really good title and squanders it on a really mediocre movie. Yeah. Like it's, I remember it being tolerable in comparison to the first two. But still, it its moments. pretty bad. I mean, I don't know how James, how you can screw up James Earl Jones screaming no into a microphone into a soundstage. Yeah, but it was no. it was pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. And I haven't bothered watching the Clone Wars show. Cause... It's okay. It has its moments, but like I didn't feel like I needed to watch it because Anakin was whiny and I didn't like him. Well, so... I mean, I saw the the Clone War movie that they put out. That was basically the pilot episode oh, yeah. on the big screen, and yeah. that was it. Was okay. Yeah. It certainly wasn't as bad as the prequels. No, I didn't care for it, personally. It was, it was fine. It, it, it was one of those things like, it's a thing that happens and doesn't seem to influence everything, because it happens, the whole show, and then the previous one that was on Cartoon Network, like the little weird animated one, the really weird one, both of those happen in between episodes two and three, and yeah. if anything important was to have happened in those, 
There would have been an episode two or three. Would have been an episode three. Yeah. yeah. So like nothing of importance happens there. Nope. It's just like how I view Rebels. Sure, Rebels might be a good show. Oh, that it's amazing. I, that I haven't watched. You should. But if anything important happened there, wouldn't it like be in Star Wars? Uh, yeah. I mean, they, it's more world building for the new continuity, so it brings back a lot of characters that they took out of continuity because they... Stuff from the books and so forth yeah. that I also didn't read. Yeah, so like, um, Thrawn was a big whoop de doo character in the book series, um, and they killed kind him. Brought him back. Yeah, that was, the, was, that was the first big trilogy that Star Wars put out in book form, wasn't it? The one Thrawn of, one? Yeah, yeah, it was a Timothy Zahn book. Yeah, yeah. I, mem- book I vaguely remember that. I remember trying to read the first one and being horribly bored. Oh, you disappoint me. Sorry. It's okay. I'm used to it. But, yeah, I mean, it has done some cool things, and it has good story arcs, and the characters are cool, but... I'm sure I'll have to watch it at some point yeah. for this website. Yeah. Because I watch should. everything at this yeah. point for this website. You should. Yeah. Okay, so let's go to the new movies, then. And we're going to go in release order, I guess. So let's start with episode seven. Yeah, I liked it. I thought, uh... It was a very gloriously was... well-made remake yeah. of episode uh, four. Yeah, which I didn't expect anything else. I mean... People were mad. It's like, I already saw this movie. And it's like, well, if you saw episode four, you should have seen like ten other movies because it's all connected. I really didn't have a problem with the movie. I thought it was decent enough for what it was. Not really necessarily memorable, except for Ray is kind of awesome. Yeah, I like Ray. Yeah, but in general, it didn't like wow me all that much. But the part I really had an issue with is when they fire that giant space laser from one planet yeah. at another solar system, and then almost instantaneously it's at the other solar system and somehow magically blows five planets apart. Yeah. One, not knowing anything about how like solar system geography should work, and two, how does a space laser that, by its very name, has to move at the speed of light cover that many light years in, like, minutes? Yeah. I, I, I don't have an astrophysics degree. Yeah. Um, but, that hurt me. That hurt me deeply. Yeah, I thought that was kind of lame. Yeah. It was... I feel... Yeah. Yeah. I get that, but I, I did like some of the stuff that they did. You know, Finn's a cool character. Yeah. Um, it's just, there's a reason why the Death, the Death Star moves. <laughs> and oh, oh, <laughs> why right? building a planet that has a laser on it is entirely not useful. <laughs> no. And they proved it. Yeah, they did. Like, it's it's just... It's a bad idea. Yeah, but I'm with you on that. Finn is cool. Like Poe. Foe's not bad. Yeah. The, the Even the little BB-8 droid was tolerable. Yeah. Yeah, it's certainly better than Jar Jar. And I like some of the, the cameos, like uh, Daniel Craig was one of the stormtroopers. Carrie Fisher was awesome. Carrie Fisher. It wasn't a bad movie. I would certainly put it up there with Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Return of the Jedi. That yeah. was six. Talked too many of these already. <laughs> uh, Rogue One. I loved Rogue One. Did it's you? It's my favorite, yeah. I thought it was okay. Yeah. It mean, wasn't it was... bad. It, it felt very uneven. Which, I mean, honestly, going back and reading the stories about the production on it would make yeah. a certain amount of sense, because it's basically two different versions of the movie grafted together. Yeah. Yeah, due to I, reshoots and Disney being Disney. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of the CGI Peter Cushing or no. Carrie Fisher. No. Because we saw, or my wife and I saw it right after Carrie Fisher passed, so it was even weirder. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you can recast people and no one's going to be upset. They yeah. recast the Emperor. Yeah, Why not? They could have just done the back of her head or something. Yeah, or I'm something. Okay and I mean, but... you can just recast Peter Cushing. No one is going to be upset if you have a new yeah. version of, what, Grand Moff Tarkin? Yeah. It just took me off because, you know, there's a, I don't know if you know the, the theory called the Uncanny Valley, where people can see things that aren't human that are supposed to look human. Yeah. And it just took me out of it because it's, like, you could tell. I mean. Yeah. 
He he looked less realistic than Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Yeah. So which I, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I haven't watched it on DVD or I think it's on Netflix too, but yeah. seeing it in IMAX was uh was odd. I mean, it's it's a movie whose plot you basically already knew. Yeah. Essentially, and for what it was, it was fine. Yeah. But I certainly was it Gareth Davis who wrote Gareth Edwards whoever did that one. I can't remember. You can look it up and see who actually wrote and directed that one. Yeah, I think I, it was Edward, but now you're... Yeah, I would have actually liked to have seen what his original concept for that movie oh, was, as dark and You know weird. how dark it was. It was going to yeah. be dark. I would have loved to have yeah, seen that. Yeah, Edward, you were right. Yeah. But yeah, no, I would have loved to have seen his cut, and I really wish Disney would put out a director's cut of it. That was just that, yeah. but I doubt they will. No, if if it was as dark as they were saying, because yeah. it was still pretty dark. Yeah, because was it Kathleen Kennedy? Is she the one in his charge? I think mm. she she has very specific ideas about how that franchise is supposed to work. Because we'll skip ahead to Solo for a second, even though mm. so we're going to go in order. And like firing chronologically, yeah, fi- fi- firing Chris Miller and mm-hmm. yeah, Phil Lord, yeah, firing them off their the movie because they were making it funnier. I think what Solo needed was more humor. Because yeah. if you're just going to basically if tell they us, give you Ron Howard, it's like yeah, if you're just going to give Ron, us, was it Ron Howard? It was Ron yeah. Howard. It was Ron Howard. If you're if you're gonna give us Ron Howard and you're not gonna have him do the Arrested Development style narration <laughs> on it, and then you're gonna like go for a movie that's basically just showing us all the scenes from Solo's life that make him Solo, yeah. you either have to really make it awesome or you have to make it funny. Yeah. And I'm sure that's what Miller and Lord were doing. Was they were just like, screw it, let's just make it as funny as we can, which would have been a great movie. And it's not what Disney and Kathleen Kennedy wanted. Yeah. Like, I yeah. don't know how I, I keep flip-flopping on Solo. Like, there's parts I really enjoyed. Yeah. And there's parts I really hated. Yeah. Like, I mean, as Donald a, Glover, oh, perfect yeah. Lando. Always. Always. Yeah. Donald Glover's great and everything, and his Lando was good. I mean, I like Donald Glover for his couple scenes in Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, yeah. 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 And I'm the only thing I'm sad about is he doesn't get to voice uh, Miles Morales in the new oh, Spider-Man. I wish he would just play Spider-Man. He was oh. great at it. I, just let him show up in like Spider-Man pajamas and just yeah. do whatever the hell he wants for a movie. I'll nerd out for that. Watch the hell yeah. out of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll write uh, my boys at Disney and see Maybe if we can get that done. Sony. Sony has the Spider-Man license. That's right. Yeah. Dang it. Well, I don't know anyone at Sony. Damn it. Josh. <laughs> I'll get my Disney people and introduce me to some Sony people. Yeah, we, we'll It'll get this done. It'll all work itself out. When it, when it happens, just know you heard it here first. And go. it was all me. So, yeah, but I mean, the, about the only thing I appreciated in a very mild kind of way from Solo, because it was all acceptably tolerable. Yeah. Not bad. Watchable. Still better than the prequels. Uh, was the fact that they found a way to actually make an explanation for that whole Kessel run. That actually, I have no idea how they did it, but it worked. It worked, and it was fine, and it explains away a really crappy line proving that George Lucas doesn't understand space, which, I mean, I think we all can understand that for having watched his movies now. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't understand space. Nope. Nope, not in the least. But yeah, they managed to explain that line away, which didn't need to be explained, but whatever. They did it in a way that was acceptable, and that was about as much as I can say for that movie. It was acceptable. Yeah. It was fine. It was adequate. It was decent. Yeah. It was watchable. I don't know if I'd ever see it again. No. No. I think we have all, I have all of them except for that one. I can't buy, bring myself to buy it. I bought it. It was fine. It, 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 I mean, it was, I bought it because it was there and I have a completionist and I have to, but yeah. I, I will fully admit that I still you haven't have opened. I, I, I do. <laughs> I, I'll admit that I haven't opened the box yet to actually watch it and I don't know that I ever will. So it is, I saw it in theaters, I'm done. Yeah. So finally, finally for now until whatever that next Star Wars show is that comes out <laughs> the mandalorian one and there's also the animated one that you're doing on disney xd whatever that's called 
<laughs> the Star Wars school. Star Wars oh. Academy. Nice. I don't know what it's called. I don't know. I don't know. Can we call it that? Sure. Star Wars Academy. All right. On Disney XD. <laughs> <laughs> Episode brought to you by. <laughs> but um, uh, Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah? The only thing I didn't like about it was the, I guess, the dramatic finale. Not Spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen it yet. Too late. I know, right? Yeah. But when they cr- use the ships as... On shot so- first. <laughs> when they use the ships as, uh, I guess, kamikaze craft. Yeah. Like that last ship. It, that... I- I liked that. I thought the scene was artsy as hell. No, no. It was I thought it was beautiful. really cool. It really, was, really cool. I'm talking about just like story. That you let yeah, yeah, like yeah. your entire fleet die one at a time when the entire time you could have saved all of them yeah. if you just did that. Just did that stupid thing first. Once. Yeah. Then you could have technically done yeah. that with an X-Wing. Well, and I mean, there's also the thought of, okay, so this is actually all that's left of the Rebels. Mm-hmm. That's it. Is that all that's left of the First Order? Is it just two giant groups that have been beating themselves down to, like, just a couple ships? Yeah. Because at that point... It's Space West Side Story. Yeah, because if it, that's the case at this point, then I can see why the Rebels, the all, all the other Rebel bases aren't answering you. They're all sitting there going, wait, we can have our own system of government again? Why the hell do we want to deal with you people? Yeah. You, you crazy <laughs> you guys. guys. crazy. Yeah, you, you guys can beat against each other as long as you want out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and I feel like... <laughs> I really want to know what happens in the next movie because I feel like they wrote themselves into a corner. Well, from what but... I remember seeing, like, J.J. Um, Abrams had a very different idea for where Episode Eight was supposed to go. Yeah. And while I fully appreciate the movie we got, I thought it was pretty neat. I don't know what the director's name is, so I'm not going to try. But it was a very cool movie. I will fully understand that if J.J. Abrams tries to, like, retcon as much of that movie out of continuity as he can to get it back to the vision that he had. Because... It really does feel like the guy was like, I have a specific Star Wars story I want to tell, and I don't care if it does screws up all the rest of the continuity. Yeah. It, yeah. Like, there were stuff that, you know, they could be taking out, like the, uh, was it Kenobite or whatever, the... The whole casino planet? Yeah, the casino planet thing was kind of I mean, dumb. it wasn't bad for if they wanted to do an episode based around it, but yeah. it definitely felt like, here's a backdoor pilot for Star yeah. Wars, the casino years. Yeah. Yeah. And I know a lot of people were... Uh, Really anti Rose for some reason, but I kind of liked her character. She was fine. Yeah, I I thought she was she, Ms. Tran. I think yeah, was her name. Yeah. Yeah, I thought she was awesome, but I don't know why people like the internet hated her so much. <laughs> Casual racism. Yeah, you you can't pay attention but, to what the internet does at this point. Yeah, just kind of feel bad for the actress. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But like that the whole casino planet thing was kind of dumb. Yeah, it wasn't great. Uh, like, I know I, it was built to be like Finn and Rose bonding because I think they're trying to make them have like some sort of love interest. But... It was supposed to show in part that there's more nuance to the universe than like just um, Empire and Rebels. Woo. Yeah. But I mean, the prequels did the same thing, trying to show the CD underbelly and like mm-hmm. the various like trade groups that were dealing with it, and it didn't work there. Mm-mm. No, I it mean, was too the, much. The movies are at their best when they stay focused on like. I just want to see giant spaceships fight each other and then a bunch of other people with magic swords fight each other. Yeah, and there was, like, so. no magic sword battling in the in the new one. Like, you had, like... Not really. Not really, not until no. the very end, and then, spoiler, it doesn't really count. No, and so. then you had, like, the one... Are you talking about the one with Snoke in the throne room? Oh, I guess there was that, too. Yeah. I mean, that was cool, but I was prepped for Snoke to be this really awesome kind of, like... Emperor Palpatine level yeah. bad guy, and he just—he's just a doofus. He goes out like a little bitch. Yeah, like, he, he he pulls a Darth Maul. Yeah, yeah, like literally. He, yeah, so they're gonna have him come back in the next movie with like crab legs, right? 
Oh, I hope so. I mean, <laughs> it's solo taught us anything. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, but I definitely liked uh, episode 8 better than episode 7. Yeah, I, th- I would I would say I agree with that statement. I'll, um, it's This is the thing of where, because it's not a pre-planned trilogy, and, I mean, George Lucas really didn't plan his trilogies out very well, but he had some ideas, yeah. at least. And then, ideas, man. And then, you know, threw them out and made Splinter in the Mind's Eye as one of his ideas as a book. Mm-hmm. And then was like, no, this is a crappy idea. Let's do Empire instead. Which, yeah. I mean, at least he was smart enough to realize that. Oh, so, yeah. Terrific businessman. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. You say that, and yet he did sell Star Wars for like $4 billion. So No, I wasn't being sarcastic. <laughs> He's like, I want to make this movie. It's called Star Wars. Alec Guinness is in it. I want all the merchandising grudgingly, rights. Grudgingly yeah. in it. He, he's in it and he doesn't want to be the whole time. And you can tell. I know. But it makes me love him even more. <laughs> like, like if they made that kind of movie now, you know, like, whoever, whatever actor hated being him would just be, like, drunk on set the oh, whole yeah. time. Yeah. He's like, I went, <laughs> I'm a Shakespearean actor. I'm I, I have trained. five Academy Awards. What are you doing here? <laughs> I need the money. My passport's about to expire. <laughs> Of course, on the flip side, you get like an actor like Michael Caine doing it. He's like, I'll show up for a check. What do you want yeah. me to do? Yeah. <laughs> Nicholas Cage in 20 years? Yeah. Nicholas Cage now. Yeah, but he's not old enough to be. No, that's true. He can be young, Obi-Wan. <laughs> <laughs> Ewan McGregor might have an issue with that. No, but... that's, that's exactly what I'm hoping for is they cast Nicholas Cage so then Ewan McGregor just goes into the corner and cries. <laughs> Poor Ewan. <laughs> so uh, so let, let, if we open it up to everything that has ever been Star Wars, what is mm-hmm. your favorite Star Wars? Whew, that's a loaded question. Um, I really hope you'd be like the animated Ewoks TV movie. I almost, I almost want to say, well, Wilford Brimley was in this <laughs> TV show called Ewoks. Was, oh and my it god, it was really creepy. It was a movie, Ewoks Battle for Endor. Yep, yeah, there were two that, of them. I think there, there was, there was three, the right? travel journey yeah. log or something. Yeah, I remember watching it as a kid, thinking like, what did I just watch? But it was terrible. And then I, I watched see. the next one. Yeah, I caught, I think both of them on the Disney Channel at one point back when the Disney Channel played really mm-hmm. awful crap. As opposed to the pretty terrible crap it plays now. <laughs> well, you're not their core demographic, Mike. <laughs> no, I, I don't think I was their core demographic <laughs> then. It was just on. But yeah. yeah, no, I watched those and they're awful. But yeah, so if we opened up to anything. Anything Star Wars? Sure. Like Anything. Whew, that's a loaded question. Um Want me to prime the pump? Yeah, why don't you prime oh, okay. I want to see what you say first okay. so you don't make fun I'm going to go with the first of the Knights of the Old Republic games, because I really actually enjoyed that. All right, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it still felt like Star Wars, and I will admit it offers some really strange ideas about the continuity, if you think on it. Like, the Star Wars technology has not in any way, shape, or form changed in oh. 4,000 years, nor has their culture, nor have most of their primary planets, nor has pretty much anything so, like, what it does to the idea of how this universe, this now apparently 4,000 year stagnant universe, is changing and evolving really weirds yeah. me out. But if we ignore the fact that no one evolves in 4,000 years, I really enjoy the Knights of the Old Republic, the first game. The second one was ass, and I didn't play well, the, yeah. the MMO, but the first one was really good. The MMO's not bad, but the first one is just a brilliant, be- uh, brilliant. Oh my god. It's fantastic. I mean, they set it 4,000 years in the past so they don't have to worry about continuity and they can just tell whatever story they want and they tell it brilliantly. And the characters are... All of them are like super complex. Maybe even the Han Solo guy. Who who was it? Cad? Ken? I can't remember. It started with a C. Cal? Who cares? 
whatever his name Calvin is. Klein. Yeah, whatever his Come name was. I didn't care about him. I think he's supposed to have this whole story about what, like finding his daughter or something. Yeah. And like I I think I, I played the game in the wrong order and I didn't get him until like the halfway <laughs> point. And at that point I'm like, I don't give a crap about your Oops. daughter. I'm skipping your plot line. But you had the the robot. <laughs> the robot the was great. Called everyone meatbags. Yeah, he was, and basically wanted to influence every robot throughout all of history from that point forward because they mm. all get called meatbags now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. You get a sassy robot, and they have to kill, like, kill every human and just hate every, the whole universe. Oh, yeah. yeah. He he was a draw, and there was there were some great moments. I still like. It's been fifteen years, I think, since I played it, and I still remember like going and fighting that dragon and getting its cool crystal oh, yeah. orb. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then like the big battle sequence at the end that you basically had to cheese by throwing mm. your lightsaber at the guy mm. the whole time. Darth Raven was awesome. Yeah, there was, was, there was cool. a lot of really cool stuff in that game that I enjoyed. Plus, yellow lightsabers, which yellow. I was Wait, all about. You were just talking about well, that. I'm bringing it full circle at that point. Nice. So what about you? Shadows of the Empire on Nintendo 64. Are you serious? I love that game. You really do? Yeah. Wow. So <laughs> George Lucas's idea for making a <laughs> a Star Wars franchise without actually making a movie to go with it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just you know Han Solo is one of my favorite characters, but you okay. get a uh, you start off in Hoth, and uh-huh. I've always been kind of so my wife can attest mo- moderately obsessed with the Hoth battle. I don't know why. It just everything about it is awesome and cool. And then you make Clerks animated series references from the second oh episode. Oh my god! Yeah. Talk about I make Hoth references daily. Oh, yeah, because yeah. it's cold outside a lot. Which in, in qualifies Indiana. as our one Clerks animated series reference for this podcast. Yeah. yeah, we should have a whole podcast just on the Clerks. Animated I can talk series. about that. Well, Me too. It'd just basically be us reciting the lines from that. that <laughs> series, <laughs> up all our air <laughs> no they aren't <laughs> see so we're already doing it now <laughs> this has been uh this is gonna be all clerks animated series references from here on out you got us starting and we just can't stop yeah. all that. oh that show is so good anyway so Sh- shadows of the empire yeah, shadows of the empire it was, Star Wars. It ended, you know, Empire, as we already said, was the best of the Star Wars movies. And you get just a little bit more of the best of the Star Wars movies with Shadows of the Empire. I mean, I can see that. It that, it so. does tuck in better. And it it came out around the same time as, like, the podcast or the pod race crap, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, those were awful. Oh, yeah, the I pod just, racer game. I thought the, uh, the, I mean, I know there was, like, comics and there was a soundtrack and there was all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff that went along with it. I just always heard that the um, Shadows of the Empire game itself was awful. I liked it. Yeah. I was also... Like 13? Uh, yeah. I don't remember how old when I well, was. Well, Shadows of the Empire but... came out on the Nintendo 64, and I think it came out while I was working at Blockbuster, and I was 17, so you'd be like 13. Yeah, 13, 14. Yeah. But it was cool for me. I tried to play it as an adult, though. Yeah. Bad. And, I mean, 64 randomly just started giving me... Yeah, you have problems now. playing Nintendo 64. Yeah. I don't they, know why. If they put out a Nintendo 64 Classic, you're going to be one of the few people who's a Nintendo fanboy who doesn't buy it. Oh, I'll still buy it. But just can't I, play it. I mean, maybe HDMI will work, but... Um, it's okay, I'll play it with you. How's that? Deal. Yeah, and then we can review it for this, yeah. for this podcast. But, and also, like, I, like adult Josh is a lot taller and bigger than child Josh yeah. was, so the N64 controller is uh, not... The ergonomics isn't there. The, the Nintendo 64 controller, I will admit, since and I don't think we're going to be able to discuss this anywhere else right now, because when are we going to have a Nintendo 64 podcast? Probably never. Uh, the Nintendo 64 controller is admittedly really strange. That yeah. that three-pronged bat wing with the prong that you basically never used because yeah. the analog stick was in the middle. And they basically improved the 
all the contours of it when they put out the GameCube controller. Which was amazing. Oh, yeah. Just as responsive as the Nintendo 64 one without the weird three-pronged bolt yeah. crap that, like, doesn't fit anywhere. Yep. And takes up way too much space in every drawer you try to put it in. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what I'm talking about. I do. I do. I, um... <laughs> I am one of those sad people that when Nintendo Power put out the gold Nintendo 64 controllers uh, for, like, Smash Brothers or something, I instantly snatched one of them up and still have it. And I have mine, too. Did you buy one from I them? I do have one, yeah, yeah. I love that. Is is your, like, little analog stick really loose at this point because you used it too much? I don't remember. It's in a box. You have to go check closet. on that. Because, yeah. yeah, like, I, 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 that's the only one I play with at this point, And the analog stick on that is, like, way bent yeah. shape, out of shape at that point. I was the bell of the ball for a while. Because you had, had the gold that, one? Yeah. I knew one guy who actually got one of those for actually doing one of their contests. So hmm. it didn't have the Nintendo Power sticker on it, I don't think. It was actually just one that he got for a tournament. Uh, he the, was the bell of the ball. Yeah. yeah. I took the Nintendo Power sticker off because I didn't think it was cool. I still have mine because that's yeah, how I know. Yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so are we? Have we run out of Star Wars to talk about? Um, I mean, because I didn't play the Pod Race game, so I can't talk about that. I, I mean, it was a it was a racing game <laughs> with Star Wars characters. I don't think anyone wants to remember the Super Star Wars games from the Super Nintendo, um, which were pretty and awful all at the same time. Or the NES Star Wars. Oh my God, that, those ones were even. They were neither pretty <laughs> nor good. <laughs> or have barely had anything to do with Star Wars. I know. It's, it's like the Holy Roman Empire of Star Wars games, right yeah. there. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> There's a historical reference for you. Well, mm. I think we're good at this point on Star Wars. So This was Not So Live from Asteroid G. I was your host, Mike Finkelstein, joined by Josh Schaefer. And we will see you next time. <laughs>